Hi, this is Oren. If you find these teachings useful and you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me online at orenjsofer.com or on social media at orenjsofer. Thanks so much. Good morning. Hope you had some, uh, at least a little bit of decent rest. I wanted to start this morning with uh, the opportunity to free yourselves from the technology of distraction uh, and uh, relinquish your cell phone or device. So anyone um, who's brought their cell phone in, um, invite you to come up and uh, place it in the basket and we'll hold it in safekeeping, literally in the safe in the office uh, until next week. So feel free to just come up and place it in and we'll figure out the, the logistics of coming and going. There's something quite touching for me. In, uh, in this gesture, there's a certain quality of trust that uh, I see in this. And it seems, it seems odd to say, but uh, a kind of vulnerability actually, right, in, in, in really putting down, and whether you've brought your phone up or not, um, just coming here and, and unplugging, disconnecting from the world of connection that we live in, uh, and just being willing to be open uh, in, a, in a vulnerable way, to just be with our own experience and our life and our mind, and the, the weather and without that go-to distraction, without our habitual comforts, without our uh, distractions or hobbies or the things that we fill our time with. All in service of training our hearts and minds to live in line with our deeper intentions. So this morning I wanted to offer the basic instructions for mindfulness practice that form the foundation of this whole path of training. And there are three things that I wanna say or point out as we begin. The first is that with any meditation technique, any meditation practice, 
how we use the technique is as important as the technique itself. If you think about using a tool in a garden or a woodworking shop, if you don't know how to hold and use that tool properly, it might not have uh, the desired effect or support on your project. So with all of the meditation techniques that we share and offer with you, how we use them is important. And what I mean by that is bringing a, a spirit of gentle, patient persistence. This quality of, of gentleness and kindness rather than forcing ourselves or pushing that, that kind of harsh energy we can bring to our experience or to ourselves. So really seeing if you can take up these techniques with that sense of kindness and patience towards oneself. And this brings me to the second uh, point that I want to make in framing the practice, which is this is a practice of beginning again and again and again. And it's really important to understand. It takes, it can take years to really get this. Beginning again is not a mistake. That's the practice. And it's, it's, it's even more than that. Beginning again is a success. It means the practice is working. So in a moment, I'll suggest that we bring our attention into our body and feeling our breath and your mind will wander. You'll get sleepy. You'll get restless. You'll think about home. You'll think about lunch. You'll think about how hot it is or how cool it is. And then this moment comes. Oh, the breath. We wake up. In that moment, the meditation practice is working. That's a moment that mindfulness has returned and is strengthening. So see if you can remember every time you wake up, every time you come back to appreciate the return of awareness rather than to judge. That's one of the secrets of this practice, to really welcome and appreciate our remembering and to understand, ah, the practice is working. Mindfulness is strengthening. Great. The last point that I wanted to make is just this reminder of what Sharon was talking about last night, that in these first days of the retreat, our energy may be like a roller coaster. So you may have slept really well last night, and as soon as you close your eyes, you find yourself doing this, falling over, getting really sleepy. And that's fine. It's normal. Most of our lives are going at a million miles an hour. And we come here, we slow down, we stop, and our nervous systems are exhausted. That's okay. Just try to ride it out. And the reverse, you come in, maybe you, uh, maybe you didn't sleep well last night and you're really tired, and then you close your eyes and you find you're totally amped up. And you feel like you're going to jump out of your skin. Also really normal. It's just some of the residual effects of living uh, at a pace mentally and sometimes even physically that's not so natural 
for our bodies and nervous systems. So these kind of echoes of our life will ricochet through your body and mind and try to just ride them out. The restlessness, the falling asleep, totally part of the, uh, the unfolding of this practice and retreat. Okay. So kindness, patience, remembering beginning again as a success means the practice is working. Don't worry about feeling sleepy or restless. Just let it, let it ride. <clears throat> so if you're not already sitting in a comfortable position, I invite you to settle in and find that particular balance in your body of being at ease and alert. Some sense of strength or presence in the spine. You can let your eyes close or just let the the gaze be soft and unfocused down in front of you. And first just just sensing how you're doing, you know? How's the mind? How's the body? How's the heart? No need to change anything. Just kind of taking stock. Hmm, this is how it is right now. Okay. Invite you to bring your attention more fully into your body. See if you can feel the sensations of sitting. How do you actually know that the body's sitting right now? Maybe feeling the contact with the chair or the cushion. That sense of pressure, heaviness. If you like, take a few moments to just let your attention settle there. Letting the earth support the weight of your body. Gently guiding your attention to come back and to come back to just feeling the steadiness of that solid contact with the chair or the cushion. This is what's happening right now. We're just sitting and it feels like this. Maybe taking a few moments to relax certain areas of the body or even just to sense, feel what's, what's happening in the body. So maybe beginning with the jaw, 
seeing if the jaw can be relaxed and soft. Feeling the area around the eyes. Letting all of the muscles around the eyes and the eyebrows and forehead be open and relaxed. Just as relaxed as possible. Letting the whole face soften. Feeling the rest of the head and the neck. Sensing down into the shoulders. Seeing if just by bringing your awareness there, there might be some releasing or settling. Scanning down the arms, the upper arms, the elbows, the forearms, down into the wrists and the hands. Feeling all of the sensations in the hands, the backs of the hands, the palms of the hands. You may notice warmth, tingling, pulsing, maybe weight or touching. Just receiving any sensations in the hands. Scanning down the front of the torso, the chest, solar plexus and abdomen, down the sides and back of the torso. Just feeling any sensations that are there. There may be blank areas, areas that feel hard or soft. Coming down into the pelvis and once again touching in with the contact against the chair or cushion. and scanning down through the legs, feeling any sensations in the upper legs, down into the knees, the shins and calves, and the feet. If you like widening your attention once again to just feeling the whole body sitting, allowing whatever sensations are most predominant to be in your awareness.
as you sit, feeling the sensations of the body, You may notice sounds, sound of my voice, sound of others around you. The sound of creatures or movement outside this room. allowing sounds to come and go in your awareness. Notice how easily hearing happens, how little you have to do to hear. If your hearing's not that great, you might just notice how sensations come and go in your body. How little you have to do to actually feel a sensation. Just tuning into this receptive quality of awareness. allowing sounds or sensations to come to you. And as you sit in this open, relaxed and receptive way, you might notice that the body's breathing Just tuning in to wherever you feel the sensations of breathing in and breathing out without needing to change or manipulate your breath in any way, just letting the body breathe like you're listening, receiving, just feeling and sensing the sensations of breathing. There might be an area where you can feel the breath more clearly or distinctly, down in your belly, the rise and fall of your chest, or perhaps even the sensations at your nostrils and upper lip of breathing in and breathing out. allowing your attention 
to begin to settle with the sensations of breathing in and breathing out. Taking it one breath at a time. Letting the attention rest. Feeling the sensations of breathing in and breathing out. Keeping it simple, just listening, feeling the body breathing. This is what's happening now, sitting quietly, breathing in, breathing out. Can you allow your attention to become that simple and direct, one breath at a time.
It's often nice to take a moment and appreciate the effort that one's made during a period of formal meditation, be it sitting or walking. Whatever happened, whatever your experience was, just that willingness to show up one moment after another, that's what's powerful. Every moment that we remember to be here, we have the opportunity to practice kindness, patience, compassion, rather than our habitual tendencies. And it's in that moment that the transformation can occur. So just appreciating the sincerity of our efforts. So we have some time now if there are any questions about your practice, uh, the instructions I've offered, um, or just being here and settling in. How many people felt sleepy? How many of you felt restless? Did anyone feel both sleepy and restless? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, there, there are uh, little tricks and ways to work with those uh, energies. So if you're feeling sleepy, there's the obvious, you know, open your eyes. If your eyes are closed or if you're looking down, kind of bring your gaze up. Um, sit up a little bit straighter in your seat. Um, If you're feeling sleepy or the energy's low, you can bring a little bit more attention to the in-breath, right? So each of these is about working with the physiology in the body, the eyes, the posture, the breath, to help lift the energy, to bring more energy. You can also work with sleepiness with your mind. So just um, recalling your intention for being here. Or remembering this is normal, this is natural, so that we um, minimize the chances of getting into the fight or the struggle with the sleepiness. Uh, So reminding ourselves this is okay. And then I really want to be here. There's a part of me that wants to do this practice. So finding that energy in the mind or the heart to show up. Uh, Throughout the day, if you're getting sleepy, splash some water on your face. Walk a little bit more quickly. Mark will talk about walking meditation in a little bit. So these are some of the ways to bring the energy up. And then the converse, if you're feeling um, restless, too much energy in the body or the mind, see if you can widen your attention So one of the things that can happen is we're trying to be with the breath or be with the walking sensations and things can start to feel very tight or constrained. We start to feel like we need to get out. So opening the attention, listening to sounds, being aware of the space around you, the space of the room, even the space uh, outside the room can give the mind uh, a wide area for that restless energy to just kind of burn off. 
bringing a little bit more attention to the out-breath. So the out-breath is kind of a natural settling in our nervous system, a little bit of a release and a deactivation. So just noticing the out-breath a little bit more, maybe even extending the out-breath for two or three breaths, breathing slowly, long at the end, can help to calm the energy. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Important question. I'll just repeat it. She was asking, what does one do if focusing on the breath um, brings up some anxiety? Like, uh, I'm not going to be able to get another breath, or there's uh, other things that can happen along those lines. Is there, it can feel constricting or, um, or tight or just very uncomfortable, all sorts of uh, ways in which the breath might not feel easeful. Yeah. So um, the idea of using the breath as a meditation object is that we're choosing something that's present in our experience in a continual way and that's emotionally neutral. Right. So if the breath is not emotionally neutral for you, uh, it might not be the best place to rest your attention. Um, so I, I, I want to say two things about that. One, for all of us, it's not emotionally neutral sometimes. It gets tight, it gets uncomfortable. That doesn't mean, okay, and now I change my, shift my attention. So on the one hand, it's, we want to develop some skill in working with that discomfort. Bringing kindness, patience, widening the attention. So this doesn't sound like it's your particular case what I'm talking about but many of us can experience this where we're feeling the breath and then we start to try to control it or it gets narrow or tight so in that case it's just a sense of backing off a little bit giving it some more space you might even shift your attention to feeling the body or noticing sounds let the let the body normalize the breathing again and then kind of sneak up on it Oh, where's the breath? Can I just feel it a little bit? And you just kind of play with it that way. Um, With air hunger, you know, anxiety about actually getting another breath. Again, I, I, I would encourage you perhaps to experiment with using a different object as your anchor, as your primary meditation object. It could be the sensations so you could use like the sensations in your hands and the sensations of sitting. So you can shift your attention from one of those areas to the whole body sitting and then back to that area. Right? So what we're doing is we're, we're bringing the attention into the present moment in a steady, continual way, one moment at a time. You could also do that with sound. How does, how does that feel for you? Is that helpful? Yeah, great. Yeah, please. Would you ever get back to the breath after that? that right. So um, if, uh, if what you're dealing with, so some of us can have like trauma around our breath. And in that case, I would just say use a different object. 
if it's if it's a place that's chronically challenging, if you have really bad asthma and you're newer to meditation, um, meditation practice can be hard enough as it is. So we want to at least set things up in a way that it's not harder than it needs to be. So if the breath is an area that's challenging for you in an ongoing way, then I would say choose a different primary object. If it's the kind of situation where it's, that's not the case, but you start meditating and you feel like, oh God, I'm getting really tight. Yeah, then shift away, let it settle, come back. Gets tight again, shift away, come back. Be patient with it. It took me, I mean, when I first started practicing, a lot of that happening. And it, it took years for really to learn how to allow the breath to just be natural. And, to, and, and when it tightens, to just allow that to happen. Yeah. Any other questions? So today we're inviting you to really allow yourself to land here. Your body's in this room, but, (laughs) right? (laughs) Parts of us are still back home at work with the kids or the partner or the dog, (laughs) right? So um, you will get here little by little. And um, using the breath, the body, our direct sensory experience, just one moment at a time. You can't be mindful all day. And that's not actually the instruction. The instruction is to be here, mindful, aware, and gentle for one moment. That's as much as we can do And that's as much as we need. Just one moment at a time. So it's just feeling half of a breath. It's just feeling one step. So just today, I want to really encourage you um, to take your time. There's no rush. So as when we close here in a little bit, Take your time getting up. Be, be aware. Be with your experience. Feel the movements of your body. Feel the touch of your clothes as you walk. You know, just take it easy and feel what it is to be alive in this human body one moment at a time. And let yourself have, if you can, just a gentle kind awareness of your experience throughout the day. There are the periods of formal meditation where we're offering you instructions to be with your breath or your body or the walking. And then in the transitions, the meals, the tea time, see if you can maintain a sense of relaxed awareness, just feeling and sensing what's happening. The mind wanders, you get lost, you wake up. Great. Practice is working. I'm back come back. So one or two uh, announcements, and uh, then we'll say a few words about uh, yoga and walking practice. 
Uh, if you wanted to bring your device and forgot, or you change your mind in the next couple days, feel free to just come to the office. You can relinquish at any time. Um, If you write a note asking a question about something, please sign it. If you don't write your name, then we can't respond. Um, There was a question about um, doing some exercise in one's room or taking a run. Um, Yeah, fine to exercise uh, for, you know, a period during the day. Um, Keep the body fit. Uh, The yoga room downstairs for for personal exercise is probably the best place. uh, Just because in your room, if you're moving around or making noise and someone's meditating in the room next to you, it it might disturb them. Uh, So just as I was saying, you know, we're bringing in awareness throughout the day. Uh, So being, bringing a careful attention to what we're doing. So, you know, closing your door to close it gently. You're coming into the bathroom to not let the door swing closed. We're all uh, trying to slow down and come into the moment uh, in, a, in, a, in a direct way. And taking care with our actions supports that. So we're supporting each other in that way. Hmm. Okay. Good luck out there. We're with you. Uh, So I'm going to turn it over to Tanya. We'll say a few words about yoga. Everyone. So the yoga offering is an extension of the practice, essentially. So just as you're moving and walking and sitting and being mindful and aware and taking your time and not rushing and not pushing and not forcing, um, this is the same with the yoga offering. So essentially making shapes and moving your body in such a way that'll better support your practice. Um, Sitting for as long as we do can stiffen your neck and your shoulders and your feet and your legs. So this is really a slow, gentle, kind exploration of the shapes that we can make with our body that will, you know, better prepare us to sit, um, We'll also be doing some breath exercises that might, as Oren was uh, saying, help you if you're feeling restless or if you're feeling sleepy. Um, So just some tools, additional tools that can um, help you through your practice. So we won't be standing on our heads. We won't be doing anything um, too rigorous. And again, if you want a more rigorous practice, there is the uh, private yoga room available to you. So... Oh, yes. And it's going to be tomorrow morning uh, at 9.30. So optional yoga or uh, walking meditation. And it's going to be downstairs in the walking hall. Um, There are some screens in the back of the room. Um, So it's going to be in that area. And we'll have some mats for you. And looking forward to seeing you. I forgot to mention CPUs also. Oh, yeah. So um, the request from the office, if you are here uh, and getting CEs, continuing ed units, um, the request is to sign up uh, this morning. 
um, before lunch, and you can do that. There's a sign-up spot underneath the main notice board in the foyer. So if you have questions, you can check in with the office. So as you know, for those of you who are familiar to retreat and those of you who are not familiar, we spend the day sitting and walking. And often our association with meditation practice is sitting. But of course, we have bodies, we have knees, we have backs that don't really tolerate sitting so well. And actually, the flow of energy is really supported by different movements of the body, whether it's sitting, walking, standing, yoga practice, etc. So I'd like to say a few words about mindful walking today. And then, of course, we're going to be shifting into cultivating loving-kindness practice tomorrow, where we'll integrate the phrases and intentions of kindness into the walking practice. But for today, since we're, as Aaron was speaking about, we're simply arriving. We're learning how to establish awareness here. Easier said than done because of the habit of preoccupation and proliferation of thoughts and meanderings and musings. And so one of the greatest supports for presence, for present moment awareness, is inhabiting the body and the sensory field, the sensory experience. So right now, as you're listening, are you aware of your body? Are you aware of your posture? Are you aware of the aches and pulls and pains of the body? Or are you just in your head or somewhere else? And so throughout the day, you know, the Buddha spoke about cultivating mindful awareness in all postures sitting, walking, standing, lying down. Can we wake up and be present here in this body? The body's always in the present moment. The senses are always happening in the present moment. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. So the body is really uh, essential support for presence, for mindful awareness. So we'll do a little standing practice and then we'll do, I'll give some instructions about walking. So first we'll, we'll stand and notice how you get from sitting to standing. Imagine you, you were writing a letter to somebody, which we don't do anymore, but if you were writing an email to somebody, describing how your body moves, gets up from the sitting posture to the standing posture. All the different varieties of movement. So I'll just stand as you do. Noticing the creaks and the aches. And the relief, sometimes shaking out the stiffness of the body, the legs, muscles, the knees. And also just noticing how your body feels standing. I notice when I stand up, I've got more energy. There's more brightness. There's more aliveness. And the breath changes because the angle of the the torso, diaphragm shifts a little. So I noticed in the meditation, there was a fair amount of nodding heads, wailing wall practice, and um, sleepiness. You know, it's natural. The first day, first couple of days, we'll sleepy, groggy, it's hot. So one thing you can do in any moment in the meditation, in the sitting, is to stand. As soon as you stand, there's a brightness, there's there's an energy, or just the self-consciousness of standing brings a lot of energy. 
and you can stand for a few minutes while you refresh and wake up, or you can stay standing during the whole practice. Or if you walk into the meditation hall and you know you're really sleepy, maybe you just had a big lunch, bigger the lunch, more sleepy in the afternoon, just be mindful of that, then you might just start standing and then stay standing through the whole practice. It's a very um, powerful meditation practice. A friend of mine calls it the practice of no escape. It's easy to hide in a kind of a pleasant samadhi in the sitting, kind of cozy, warm, soft posture. In standing, the risk of falling asleep is about six feet, you know? And so there's a little more alertness and it, it kind of holds us more accountable in a certain way. Uh, less likely to check out. A little more uncomfortable at times. Of course, if standing in, is, is uncomfortable for you, please take a seat. But there's a way that that slight discomfort and energy required is actually really invigorating. So as you're standing, just you know, simply be aware of your whole body. And in particular, you can use the contact of your feet with the ground as the anchor in the same way that we may use the breath in the sitting. So feel the contact. Warmth, cool, hard, soft, bony, fleshy. Notice how we're standing still yet always in movement. The body's always moving, the muscles flexing, releasing, swaying. Notice where you're holding tension as we do in the sitting. How's your tension in the jaw? Can you soften, relax the eyes, soften the belly? Standing and aware of standing, simply being human, being aware. Sometimes I imagine in standing, I'm like a tree. So the the feet are like sinking roots into the earth. And the crown of the head is lifting to the sky like the canopy. And there's a slight swaying in the breeze. Quite natural. And you may choose to do a, a sweep of the body. You move your awareness through the body from the crown of the head down to the feet as we did at the beginning of the last sitting. Simply be aware of the whole body standing, breathing, listening, sensing, standing is like this, have the eyes lowered gaze, our eyes closed. So that's some instructions on standing. And of course, during any of the walking periods, you're also welcome simply to stand. If you want to develop your concentration, one way of doing that is to move from sitting to standing to sitting. Very uh, powerful for developing that sense of continuity. But also same is true for walking. So I'll share a few things about walking practice. And I know many of you have walked a lot, but in in this practice, some of you might be more unfamiliar. So I have many fond memories of doing a lot of retreats here, especially long retreats, and really 
establishing and grounding in this practice of mindful walking, which I've really appreciated over the years because the point of this practice isn't to be good cushion-dwelling meditators. It's fine if you're a great meditator on the cushion, but the point is to integrate and live these teachings of mindfulness and awareness and compassion in our lives. And so we want to learn how to really translate and uh, integrate this practice. And the walking practice is one of those beautiful bridging uh, practices where we learn how to inhabit and embody mindful awareness as we're moving about our day, as we're walking around the office or we're walking in our house or we're taking a hike or strolling down the high street. Can you be present as you're doing that? Walking through the airport. Right? So the more I've noticed as I've practiced walking in a more formal way like we do on retreat, that that quality of embodied awareness is really very available. And it's a very beautiful and delicious quality. And really grounding and centering in the midst of often what is quite a busy, complex, sometimes stressful day. So the more that we deepen in that practice here, then the more likely we are to have some access to it in our days. So how we walk is um, we walk up and down. We walk, I suggest that whatever pace supports awareness. Some of you like to walk slowly. Some of you might walk to, like to walk normal pace. Some of you may need to walk briskly at first just to freshen up the body bring a little energy, loosen up the muscles of the legs. What I normally end up doing as I'm walking is I start walking at a it's a normal to slightly faster pace just to, as I say, brighten the energy. And then I let my body dictate the pace, which usually wants to slow down. And the longer the walking practice, the more slow my body wants to walk. So I don't start off walking microscopically slowly. I find that not so conducive to developing a continuity of attention, but just walk naturally and then let the pace find its own rhythm. Let the body find its own uh, pacing. Walking up and down, so there's many places to walk here. Downstairs in the walking room, there's a walking room you walk through on the way to the uh, cloakroom. There's walking rooms in, um, uh, there's two walking rooms, I forget the names of the buildings now over there. and, and then, of course, it's outside in this beautiful spring, hot summer day. Um, it will cool off tomorrow. So for those of you who like cooler weather, like myself, San, San Francisco, it's always 65 degrees. Um, so, uh, and again, noticing where, what supports you. I like to walk outside because I appreciate the fresh air. I like this, the sensory stimulation. I find it supportive of Mindful awareness for some people find the inside actually more conducive because it's more contained and quieter. So I reflect and utilize what I call the three C's in practice, particularly with walking. The first is connection. So as you're walking, connecting intimately with your sensory experience. So as your foot steps on the ground, you're feeling all the contours of the foot touching, the skin, the bones, the softness, the hardness, As your foot lifts, you're feeling the foot lift, moving through the air, placing. You're feeling the the touch of your clothing on your skin, rubbing against your leg. You're feeling the bones and the knee swivel. It's a very intimate, connected awareness. We're not just walking and then thinking. 
Now we're very much embodied, inhabiting that experience. It's a beautiful thing when we're that intimate with our sensory experience. So we're walking, and then we're bringing a sense of curiosity. What is this moment? What is this experience of touching, of moving, of presence? Not to think about it, but that curiosity is taking our attention closer to what's happening. What is this breath as I'm walking? What is this experience of breeze on my face as I take a step? And then the, the last C is care. So we're bringing a warmth and an affection or a kindness to our experience. And sometimes the experience is very pleasant. Sometimes it's unpleasant, quite difficult. We're bored, we're restless, we're tired, we're sad. Can we hold all of that with a kind, caring attention? So connection, curiosity, and care. So we walk up and down, find a place like you know the length of the width of this room, get to your walking place, pause for a moment, do a little standing, just ground and actually bring an intention. Okay, for this next you know few steps, I'm gonna be fully present, embodied in this moment. Walk 10, 20 steps, stop. Pause, turn around. Notice you may have spaced out once, twice, five times. You recollect yourself. Okay, being present for this one step, this half step. And so it goes. And of course, like in the sitting, your attention wanders, as you know, spaces out. You start comparing yourself to the other people who's the slowest in the room. I'm going to be really slow. I'm going to be the super slow yogi of the retreat because it looks so spiritual and deep. Who knows, Wes? They're probably thinking about the movie they saw last night. Who knows? It's not about the shape of your leg. It's not about the speed of your walking. It's about are you present, embodied, attuned, caring in this moment? And then you space out and the body will invite you back in the next step, the next sound, the next sensory experience. So very simple, very ordinary. Simple, not easy, because our minds like to wander, as you know. So this is the training. This is the the first few days, I think, of the retreat, as it's the discipline part of the practice, where we're inviting and training that very scattered attention to be here, and here, and here, and here. So the walking practice isn't the break. Sometimes we're like, oh, it's, it's walking, I can go have a cup of tea. No, the walk, it's, it's an integral part of the retreat. The, the more that we allow ourselves to get into that flow of sitting, walking, sitting, it builds the flow of concentration and mindfulness and continuity. So as much as you can, giving yourself fully to the practice, and then see, especially if this is new, be curious. What is this practice? Let me give it this seven days, see what happens. And just like with anything in the retreat, we encourage you to, to suspend the evaluating mind. Is it good? Am I there yet? Am I enlightened? Do I have loving kindness? Am I finished? No, just let it go. And then when you get home next week, you can review and see what this practice was like, what, what helped, what worked, what, what was not so helpful. But for now, just give yourself to the practice you're here, follow the schedule, drop into your body, sensory embodied awareness, this moment, this moment. 
With the walking, you can have your eyes uh, cast down, have your hands by your sides or in your pockets or whatever's comfortable. You can clasp them in front of you. Um, Any questions about the walking? Yes. Sure. Yeah, so the main area, so the staff area is to the, uh, what's that, the south part of this building. So there's a bunch of cars and garbage, uh, trash cans, so the staff congregate, have meals out there. So that's the main area I would say to avoid. So walking practice on the road here, on the lawn, out on the lawn, and then, you know, by the, in the parking lot over there. Uh, would be, and then there's staff uh, housing. You see the little cabins down beyond. Uh, there's sort of vegetable garden, and to the right there's uh, staff cabins. So avoid that area also. But for you know, there's plenty of grounds. Uh, we ask that you don't do slow walking on the road. Kind of freaks out the neighbors. Uh, they're used to it by now, but still, you know, it's um, it's it, it looks a little odd. Just so for those of you who are new, it looks like a night of the living dead. There's a bunch of people. <laughs> Walking around, and it just looks morose. So, but it's not about being morose. It's about waking up. It's about being present. So notice your mind judging. Even if you've done this practice for 20 years, it's very easy to look around and go, God, these people are weird. They're so depressed. Why did I come here? Why not find some happy people to meditate with? Or whatever story goes on, you know. When we're, when we're being present and we're, you know, in this kind of contemplative spirit, you know, and we're not talking and we're not engaging in social contact, you know, our faces do, you know, I get very relaxed. And so they can look a little serious. And, and there's an internal orientation. So, people, so our association with that is glum. <laughs> but actually we know from the inner experience, we can actually be feeling quite ecstatic, walking, looking very serious, touching the ground. So just notice how you might view the external. There was another hand up somewhere. Did I see? Went. Okay, so we'll walk now. It's, um, we're going to come back at 10.30. So enjoy your walking. Enjoy your practice. Enjoy this beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.